Let me tell you a little something about Anchor. This is, of course, where we're hosting this podcast, and the best thing about it is it is free, so it's not costing our church a dime. They have tools right there on the website that I can upload the sermons, I can record a quick little introduction, and put it out there. Anchor distributes everything for me. They've got it on Spotify, they've got it on Apple, they've got it on Google, they've just sent it everywhere. Uh, We're actually able to have no minimum listenership required for us to have some money put in by doing these advertisements that we can put right into the church. So if you want to make a podcast and you're not sure how to get started, just go to anchor.fm and you can also download their free Anchor app and it'll have everything you need to get started right away. So why are you wasting time? Get after it. If you want to start your podcast, anchor.fm is an easy and quick way to get started. Hey there, welcome. Thanks for downloading the Moment of Truth Bible Baptist podcast. This is where we listen to sermons from our pastor, Philip Kuntz, who has returned this week after a nice vacation that he did definitely enjoy. He came back to preach rabbit season, duck season here, of course, from the pulpit, April the 18th. And of course, we do invite you to visit us. We are at 310 Randolph Road here in Kansas City. That's right around there in Claycomo. We, of course, have our Sunday school services beginning at 9.30, worship service beginning at 11 every Sunday. Come by, say hello, and let us know you heard about us on the show. Now, without further ado, here is Pastor Philip Kuntz. And so with that, we're going to read Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, which says this. As we honor the reading of God's word. If you then were raised with Christ, desire those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God, set your affection on the things above, not on things on earth. For you were dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then also shall appear with him in glory. God bless and honor the reading of his word, and you may be seated. You know, I'm a big fan of lots of things. It's not shocking. But I'm a big fan of the cartoon, the Looney Tunes. You all know them, the Warner Brothers cartoons. Big fan of Bugs Bunny and lots of others. Porky Pig and Elmer Fudd and all those. I love them. Some people aren't. But you know, I have lots of favorites of them. My very favorites were three of them in particular. I love Daffy Duck. He spits every time he talks. I love Daffy Duck. I love Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say, boy. I love him, and I love Pepe Le Pew. Oh, I know. Right now, there's a lot of people who don't like Pepe Le Pew. Hey, mon ami, wee wee. I love Pepe Le Pew. He's the one who taught me how to be nice to little kitty cats, <laughs> incidentally, that he thought was skunks. There's nothing wrong with that, by the by. But anyway, I love those characters. I always have, still do. I actually got this tie to go with this sermon. Oh, what a shock, Pastor. What a shock. The uh, Probably my favorite cartoon. It's rabbit seasoning, which I didn't realize till just recently. Rabbit seasoning is a sequel to another cartoon called Rabbit Fire. And these two cartoons are pretty much the same, which a lot of them are, let's be honest. But Rabbit Fire was a cartoon in 1951 about Elmer Fudd, who wanted to go hunting for uh, ducks. And Daffy Duck decided that he was going to lie and say it was rabbit season. You remember that one? Rabbit season? He's lying. 
is actually duck season, but he's telling Elmer Fudd that it's rabbit season. Well, they did the same thing on both cartoons, on both Rabbit Fire in 1951 and Rabbit Seasoning in 1952, which goes to tell you just how popular that cartoon is. And most of you probably have seen it. If not, look it up. It's so great. But you get to see Elmer Fudd going around saying it's rabbit season. And then, of course, Bugs Bunny says, duck season. And they go back and forth the whole time trying to decide which one it really is. And Elmer, of course, tries to shoot them both. He has a speech impediment. We know that. Anyway, that was a great cartoon. Back and forth, rabbit season, duck season. The title of today's sermon is Rabbit Season, Duck Season. And I know that sounds very strange. Sounds very strange indeed to have a sermon entitled after a Looney Tune character. But let's be honest, we live in a world of Looney Tunes, baby. But that is not what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about chasing rabbits, which we do a lot. And I have been dealing with this sermon for a while. But I didn't know if it was God's will for me to do it just yet until last week. God showed me it was. Chasing rabbits can mean a few things. can mean a few things. When it comes to chasing rabbits, a lot of times it means chasing different discussions and subjects and questions to keep you from focusing and going into circles. We know about that. When we're, whether we be in Sunday school, in fact, I heard one of our brothers today saying, well, I might just be chasing rabbits. I heard him say it today. Uh, last week I heard in, during Russell mania, <laughs> I heard him saying that, oh, we're chasing rabbits. The fact is, people do that all the time. They chase rabbits. People chase rabbits all the time. It keeps their focus off the Lord. They do it all the time. Maybe you do it too. Maybe you put things in your life that keeps you chasing rabbits and not focusing on God. Do you? I know I have. Many a times I've put things in my way, literally, to keep my focus off of God. And it's wrong. And I've done it. I've been just as guilty of you, maybe more so. Maybe more so. And then there's other rabbit chasings that go on. And that's addictions. Addictions. The addictions like that can be our rabbits. Again, keeping our focus on the correct things. Keeping our focus off of the correct things. Keeping our focus off of God and his word and prayer. No, 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 no. We want to keep our focus on the addictions. Who puts that in our way? Satan. So that we become the Elmer Fuds. <laughs> we find ourselves focusing on the things that we shouldn't. That's what we end up doing. We're focusing on these rabbits in our lives and not on Christ. You don't have to raise your hand, but let's be honest. Every once in a while in our life, we look in the mirror, spiritually speaking, and we're Elmer Fudd. And I must admit, I'm looking more and more like him every single day. Let's be honest. You wascally pastor. But that's a terrible thing. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Terrible thing that we chase after rabbits in our lives. So I'm going to mention a few rabbits. Some of these are discussions and subjects and questions that people put in to discussions so that they won't focus on God. And some of the things are addictions. And you're going to know. You're going to know. First one's addiction. A lot of people have actually a rabbit. And they run after it. And that is sex. Sex is something that God created perfectly between a husband and a wife. But people oftentimes use it as a rabbit and they run after it. Because it's perversion. They perversed what God made, and they made it a horrible thing. It's a perversion that run after like a rabbit, and it takes over the life. Instead of putting their focus on God and letting God be first in their life, and it being their number one focus, they allow this to be their rabbit in their life, and they go after it, and it becomes their God even. 
It becomes their God. I know it does. I know because the marriage I once had, I allowed some of these things to get to it. And without even realizing it, it becomes one of the things in your life that gets in the way of your focus on the word. And it happens. And it says in 1 Corinthians 6, 18, escape from sexual immorality. Every sin that a man commits is out of the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. See, sexual perversion can even ruin a marriage. It can. It can ruin a marriage. You may not realize it at the time, but it can. Listen to what it says in Hebrews 13, 4. Marriage is to be honored among everyone and the bit undefiled, but God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. You see, if you're not careful, what you bring into your home will destroy your home. And if you don't put God in your home from the get of the go, when you say, I do, it's not just between a husband and a wife. It's between a husband and wife and God. It's a triangle, not just a duo. If you don't bring it in, him in from the moment it starts, it will split apart. It will. It will. Sexual perversion will destroy the second rabbit that people chase after oftentimes is money and riches. Money and riches become a rabbit. Money and riches become a rabbit that people chase after. We know this is true. It goes like a god. But it's a rabbit that people chase after. They think that you have to have money, and you do have to have money to survive. We know that. We're not ignorant. But a lot of times people put money, and they think that it has to be before the Lord. Well, I got to work. I got to work to live. But you don't have to work before you have God. Oh, I can't tithe. I can't tithe. If I tithe, I won't be able to eat. If I don't eat, I won't be able to live. I can't tithe and give to God. God wouldn't want me to be dead. You see how we start philosophizing? It's ignorant because that's Satan getting in there. And it becomes a rabbit. Oh, i got to have more money, more money, more money. It's a rabbit. You're chasing after it. You're chasing that rabbit. But what does it say? It takes over. Matthew 6, 24. Jesus says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And this can be said about all the bunnies and rabbits in the world. It will take over you. It will. Whatever it might be, it'll take over. Politics can be a rabbit, and it can take over. I see people constantly talk about politics. Okay, I've looked into it, but I'm not going to let it be my religion. It's not going to be my rabbit. Whether you're an elephant, whether you're a donkey, whether whatever it might be, it's not going to be my rabbit. It's not going to take over me. Mm -hmm. Popularity in school, and by the way, even outside of school, people in Hollywood, even in politics and other things, popularity, whether you be on Facebook or other things, if people like you or don't like you, when it comes to serving God, who cares? As long as you're following God. I mean, they're not going to like you if you're following God. I'm not talking about being a jerk. But don't let popularity be your rabbit. Because it will take over. Love and romance. Love and romance. People oftentimes think you have to have a mate. You have to have a mate. You have to be with someone. You have to be married. I've heard people say, well, God wants you to be married. Well, if you're not equally yoked with another Christian... And I'm going to say this to you. Equally yoked is so vitally important. If you're not equally yoked, that's not of God. Believe me, I know. I was with the wrong person because even though they said they were Christian, it wasn't equally yoked. It wasn't. 
But I was so desperate at the time that I tried to believe it with all my heart and soul. We were not equally yoked. It wasn't right. And believe me, I was chasing a rabbit. And it's crazy. You find yourself going nuts trying to make things right, but don't go chasing that rabbit. Don't go telling yourself it's rabbit season when it's not. It's not. Don't go doing that. Entertainment can be a rabbit. People chase entertainment all the time, making it almost a god. That can be an, a rabbit, and you go chasing that all over the place, and it takes over. Man, this young generation, it's funny. I, found, I sound like an old man, don't I? That's okay. The fact is, this generation, they treat entertainment like it's a god, like it's a number one, like it's a religion. Have you noticed? I, I know, because when I was young, it was so important to go see a movie on the opening day, I feel like an idiot. The fact of the matter is, it's not that important. Movies aren't that important. Did you ever think hear me say that? The fact of the matter is, is those are just rabbits. They're just rabbits. It's okay to enjoy rabbit stew once in a while, but here's the deal. Don't chase them and let them get your focus off the Lord God, because they will if you let Personal pet peeves and opinions, by the way. Personal pet peeves and opinions can be a rabbit. If you chase them, you will you will chase those pet peeves until they run you ragged. And those can be rabbits. Personal pet peeves, personal opinions. I hear people talk about their opinions as if they are correct. Maybe to you. Oh, this is a horrible music. This is a horrible thing. This is not of God. Well, unless you have something biblical to back it up, you're wrong. Unless you have something biblical to back that up, you're wrong. These personal opinions and pet peeves are rabbits and they can take over and make your entire spiritual life and focus get off course. And you're chasing that rabbit until you're in circles. Another one, pride. Pride, which goes with the pet peeves and all that. Pride can be a rabbit and you chase it in circles until you're worn ragged. You'll be like those dogs, you should chase the rabbits. Now to the spiritual discussions and subjects. Religion and different religions. They can be a rabbit that people chase in circles all over the place in discussions. The devil perverts the word of God. He per has perverted it from the get of the go. We know from the Garden of Eden he perverted God's word. He's been doing it ever since. He perverts the minds of people. They chase things that are not right all the time. I'm not going to get into the, the names of these false religions. We know them anyway. But they chase these rabbits and they get their focus off the Lord God. And they chase these rabbits instead of chasing what they should, which is the truth of the Lord. Amen. Biblical theories and theologies. By the way, I'm not talking about biblical facts that we know for a fact. I'm talking about biblical theories and theologies that people say, what if? What if this happened? Or who knows what happened? Would it be interesting if Adam said this? Wouldn't it be interesting if there were no soul creatures who were here and there? That could split a church if they are taught as facts. Uh, wouldn't it be interesting if there were giants? Or wouldn't it be interesting if the giants came because demons had uh, sexual intercourse with angels and, and other people on earth? And all these other crazy, crazy theories and theologies that people will teach as facts. And it confuses people. And they start chasing rabbits instead of focusing on what they should. Because this is rabbit chasing rabbit chasing instead of focusing on what we should focus on. This is rabbit chasing. And everybody's rabbit is different. The focus is off of God and off of spiritual growth. 
chasing a rabbit into wonderland with Alice instead of what they ought to be doing. Romans 8.5 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. That was Romans 8.5. We need to remember that. We need to keep our minds off of chasing rabbits and going into wonderland and wondering if and keep it on the spirit. That's where we ought to be. Not chasing rabbits. The fact is everyone's tempted. Everybody's tempted to go into wonderland. Everybody's tempted to chase the rabbits. We as Christians are tempted, but we have a way out. Always we have a way out. You say, oh, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Yes, you can. You can help yourself. God's given you a way out. He says so in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has taken you except what is common to man. But God is faithful, and he will not permit you to be tempted above what you can endure. Tell me, help it. He says, goes on to say, but will with the temptation always make it to a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. What's he talking about? Holy Spirit, you have a way out. You have an escape door. You can get out of that wonderland. You can get out of the temptation. You can get away from the rabbit. You don't have to chase the rabbits. You don't have to. And here's another thing people do. Duck season. Ducking the solution to the answers to our sins. People are always ducking. You always wonder how it's going to get to that duck, didn't you? You wondered how it's going to get to that duck. Well, here's how we do it. They duck. They duck the solutions to their sins. Are always ducking. God gives us the answers through the Holy Spirit. He gives us the answers through His Word. He gives us the answers through prayer. But a lot of times, we'd rather chase rabbits. We'd rather duck the answers than get away from it, wouldn't we? Oh, we would, because we listen to the flesh and not to the Spirit. And that's what we do. We duck. Listen to what it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So though we're tempted to give in and chase rabbits, and duck away from the answers of God if we listen to the Holy Spirit if we obey Christ through his word we can send the rabbits and the ducks away and be obedient to God so we need to quit hunting the rabbits and quit hunting the ducks and be obedient to hunting his word the world wants to live how it wants to live and if we're honest if we're honest sometimes our flesh wants to too. there has been a time my flesh is talking pretty loud. That's a lot of flesh. But here's the thing. Satan was talking loud with it. There's times I'd listen. But the Lord has won the battle. The Lord has won. The Holy Spirit didn't quit screaming back. The Lord didn't quit until finally because I quit giving in Finally, the Lord has made it simple and easy. And the more you go to the word, the more they keep going back, the easier it is to say, get out of here, rabbits. Get out of here, ducks. I am not going to keep giving in. Get out. I don't care what season you try to make it sound like. 
I am not going to listen. Because the problem with the world is they keep wanting to duck. They want to duck the Bible and chase rabbits. They want to duck the Bible, as it says in John 8, 34. Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And that's what happens when you give in. You become a slave to that sin. You know it's true. You've probably done it yourself at some point in time. You become a slave to that sin. Oh, it may not seem so bad when you're giving in. But once you give in, what does Satan say? Ah, naughty, naughty, you chased the rabbit. Naughty, naughty, you ducked. Naughty, naughty. First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Folks, we don't have to keep giving in. We can walk away from hunting the rabbits. We can walk away from it. But we have to truly want to. The problem is sometimes we don't want to, don't do we? Sometimes we want to gossip. Sometimes we want to lust. Sometimes we want to curse. Sometimes we want to watch something we shouldn't watch. Sometimes we want to speak violently. Sometimes we want to do these things that we shouldn't want to do. We're to represent Jesus, not represent the world. We're not to do that. Sometimes the world and the world within us wants to duck the Lord. And chase rabbits. Remember, the disciples knew of this. They gave in to it. But they also got away from it. As it says in 1 Peter 5, 8, we know he gave in, but listen to what he says. Be sober and watchful because your adversary, the devil, walks around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. James, brother of Jesus, James said this in 4, 7. Therefore, submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. When people say, I can't help myself. Yes, you can. Because why? 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who's in you than he who's of the world. Greater is he who's in you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about he who is in you. Greater is he who is in you than he who's of the world. Greater is he who is in you. You're not alone anymore. You can say no. Sometimes we don't want to say no. But you don't have to give in. Walk away. You can do it. You can't duck answering to God. You can't duck answering to God when that time comes. People say, I have the freedom to do what I want to do. And that's true. But you're not going to have the freedom to duck away when the time to answer God comes. And you know that's true. People can make up all sorts of excuses, but the time will come when we have to answer to God. That's what it says in John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Christ is with us. Without him, we can do nothing. But if we just focus on the Lord Jesus, he will bring us through the temptations. He will build us up and we can duck away from temptation but we don't need to duck away from the Lord God we can go to him and duck away from the temptations that's the only ducking we need to do here today we can catch the rabbit and duck the season of repetition and problems we can do that today I'll say it again today we can catch the rabbit and duck the season of repetition and problems today. Whenever these things come upon us, you have to ask yourself the question, are you going to go through rabbit season or duck season? 
You remember the cartoon. Wabbit season or duck season? We're all going to go through them sometime. Now, I personally find myself going through rabbit season a lot. Or wabbit season, depending on how you want to say it. <laughs> the fact is, you don't have to go through wabbit season or duck season. You can go to the Lord, and he'll help you through it. Through prayer and the word of God, the Bible, you can get away from the rabbit season and duck season. You can. Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit, of joy and tomorrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intents of the heart. God can help us with that word. Pick it up and see what it can do. Oh, you'll feel the power. You'll feel the power. Romans 12.2 says this, and oh, this is a powerful, powerful verse. I use it a lot because it is so powerful. This one says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We already know that we're to get away from the things that are making us chase it. We're not to keep going through wonderland, wonder what we should do. We already know. But chasing the rabbits. Quit ducking the Lord. But go back to him. Too often we chase the rabbits like Elmer Fudd. That wascoey wabbit that we're after. We need to quit doing that. We need to quit getting mad after we chase him and becoming more and more like Yosemite Sam. You remember that? He's a carn farn rabbit. After a while, that's what we become like. But what happens is we start going in circles over and over again. We start becoming more like Tasmanian devil. You remember that? He'd go in circles over and over again, get dizzy and making a big mess. Because that's what he'd do. And that's what we do. If we keep chasing those rabbits, make a big mess like Tasmanian devil would do. Instead, we need to be listening to the Lord God. Instead of being Looney Tunes, we need to be singing merry melodies. We need to be singing peppy praises and happy hymns to him, the Lord God Jesus. That's what we need to be doing. That's what we need to be doing. We don't need to have a rabbit and duck season anymore. As Christians, it's always lamb season and dove season. We need to listen to the lamb, which is Jesus Christ. And we need to follow him, obey Jesus Christ. He is our Savior. We should listen to him always. Not just at Easter time when we think about what he did for us on the cross rising from the dead. But we need to listen to the lamb continuously. So we need to always know that it is lamb season and dove season. The dove being the Holy Spirit. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Obey what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. When the Holy Spirit says, don't chase after that rabbit. Don't duck the Lord. Listen to it. Do what it tells us to do. Deep down, we hear it the whole time. And I could tell you this, with me personally, here recently, as I've been listening more and more to the lamb and the dove, my life has been getting better and better. I've been able to get rid of the hunters who've been hunting me down and using Satan to mess up my life. I've been laughing, not like Elmer Fudd, but like a son of God. When Satan tries to hurt me, I'm able, able to giggle and feel free. Feel free of those hunters because it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't hurt. I'm able to giggle. Because I feel set free from God. Those traps can't trap me anymore. They're not going to trap me. Satan's not going to trap me. And you know why? Because Christ has set me free from those things. No more rabbits. 
No more ducking. I'm going to serve the Lord God, the lamb, and the dove is in season. We can say this about the lamb. John 8, 36. Therefore, if the Son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. And about the dove, 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. You can be free. Free from the hunting of the things of the flesh of the world. Free from those things. We can be free. It doesn't mean the temptation is not going to come back on us. The temptation, you may find yourself like the Elmer Fudd of the, of the bunch, chasing after rabbit season and duck season, but you don't have to be chasing them anymore. Be set free. Go after the lamb. Go after the dove. It's time to be set free. And the last thing I'm going to read to you today is two verses. Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. And Proverbs 16, 3. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Let's bow and pray. Dear precious Heavenly Father, as we come to you, we thank you today that you have set us free. Lord God, that we will no longer chase the rabbits that have been keeping us from you, keeping our focus off of you, and that, Lord God, you will keep us from ducking away from the answers that you have been giving us from your word. Lord, I know I, for one, Lord, have been chasing rabbits my whole life, oftentimes not growing because of it. I know Satan has put many rabbits in my life. And Lord God, I also know that I have ducked away from you at times when you've been trying to get my attention. But I pray, Lord God, for me and for all those here who've been doing the same. I pray that you'll continue to show me the lamb and the dove. You, Christ, you, Holy Spirit, will continue to get my attention. And that I'll be able to keep my focus on you. And if there be anyone here today who's having problems or issues, who need to keep their focus on you, that today will be the day that you get their attention. They will be the day that they are able to let go of the things they've been chasing. Whether it be a habit or whether it be a, a, a discussion that's kept their focus off of you, Lord God. I pray this will be the day that they will no longer duck away from you, but that they will focus on you and they will grow and become the soldier that they need to be, that you want them to be. I pray if there be anyone watching, anyone here who doesn't know you, this day they will follow you, that they will focus on you, and that there will be great growth because of you, Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that your blood will touch us and that the Holy Spirit will just anoint us. In Jesus' most holy and precious name.